ادب نمبر تیرہ سالہ کو چاہیے کہ زمانے کے احوال اور دنیا کی باتوں کو جاننے کے لیے اخبار بینی وغیرہ سے پرہیز کریں اس سے دل میں انتشار پیدا ہوتا ہے اور قلب کی توجہ مقصود اصلی سے ہٹ جاتی ہے ادب نمبر تھرٹین that they should abstain and refrain from being too interested and involved in the news in current events and reading newspapers and similar such activities surfing internet news sites internet blogs internet discussion forums chat rooms etc why because this creates this dissipates the feeling of a person's heart This makes the attention of a person's heart diffuse and less focused and less concentrated. And then the person's heart becomes distracted, the person's qalb and spiritual heart becomes distracted from the muqsudi asli, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does this mean? Now, the only exception for this is that person for whom reading, being aware of news and current events is necessary for his job and profession. Even that person should read the news once a week, at most. Even the extremely busy CEOs and executives and the most successful managers in the West, they also say they don't have time to read the newspaper every day. They may read a weekly digest or a weekly summary. And some ulama ikram also who are involved in advising certain things in this world need to be kept abreast of certain developments. But I don't think any of you fall in that category. So, either category. So, you really should try to read the news less. Sometimes a person will tell you, you should be aware of the halat of the mu'mineen. If you were to read the news on Palestine today, take a newspaper from one year ago today, take a newspaper from five years ago today, there's going to be very little difference in the news. And basically what has happened is that the media has made people into news junkies. You don't need news 24 hours a day. There's no need for a 24-hour news channel. So 24-hour news channel, so many 24-hour news channels, so many 24-hour news channels, so many newspapers, so many blogs, so many comments on blogs. Before people used to just read the newspaper. Now, mashallah, they read the newspaper and they read CNN and they read the blogs on CNN, and they read the comments on the blogs on CNN. So this is all a distraction. All of that is the time that could have gone into zikr. Anybody who says, I don't have time for Muraqabah, they just have to open up their 24-hour schedule, and they will say, no, I have time for Muraqabah, but rather I gave it to surfing. I have time for Muraqabah, but rather I gave it to blogging. I have time for Muraqabah, but rather I gave it to newspapers and magazines. I have time for Muraqabah, but rather I spend it with people discussing right, the situation and the halat, the halat. You would find Sahabi Ikram radiallahu ta'ala on Jumayin, they never sat around between Badr and Uhud discussing halat, that what's going to happen next, and the kuffar of Makkah going to attack us next. They weren't thinking like that. They weren't latest news bulletin that Kufar of Makkah are now launching their army on Uhud. They weren't interested in that. They were connected to Allah SWT. Everything took care of itself. مَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُهُ 
on the spontaneous says in Quran that whomsoever does tawakkul and places his trust and reliance and dependent on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fahuwa hasbuhu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be sufficient for them and that person who doesn't do tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they will find emotionally they will feel as if Allah ta'ala is insufficient and they will overdo their ikhtiyar of the asbab so this is a balance this is a balance almost every one of us is actually imbalanced making too much focus on the asbab and not enough reliance and trust and dependence on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another reason is that for some people also, and those who are more soft-hearted and tender-hearted, they become more ahl fikr as opposed to ahl zikr. What does that mean? So they read about the situation of the Muslims and they just sit there. And they just sit there and they think and they wonder and they want to go to Kashmir, Right? And they spend hours and hours thinking like that. <laughs> right? And they just keep thinking and thinking and thinking. And they become people who make fikr. But that fikr is not of any benefit to anyone. And then their hours pass and their days pass and the months pass and the years pass. So this is the intishar that is created in the heart. Instead they should be making zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then when it comes the moment to make use of the asbab, they should make use of it. And you will find really people have this habit of reading, they read more newspapers than they read Quran al-Karim. They surf more internet than they read Quran al-Karim. They read more email than they make zikr. They do more rabata with makhluk than they do rabata with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Put it that simply. So this is an imbalance. This is an imbalance. So yes, there is a certain level in which you will have to necessarily do rabata with makhluk. But now we're talking nafil rabata. You see, there's a farz rabata with makhluk, so you're a businessman, you have family members. That you have to do. The real salik is that person whose nafil rabata with Allah is more than his nafil rabata with makhluk. That's what is being said here. Take it. Now I think you've understood. Right? Other number. Chodha. Salik kuchayye ke ajji. سالک کو چاہے کہ آجی اور خواری میں اپنی عزت جانے اور ظاہر کی بربادی میں اپنے باطن کی آبادی سمجھے پھر ایک فارسی میں شعر ہے جس کو ترجمہ ہے درزی کپڑے کے ٹکڑے ٹکڑے کر دیتا ہے پھر ان کو حسین لباس بناتا ہے کوئی اس پر تعان نہیں کرتا بلکہ قدر کی نگاہوں سے دیکھتا ہے This is a the up khwarikin of separation honge line other number 14 it befits the traveler on this path and the seeker of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that number one humility and number two viewing himself as being disgraced in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala due to his sins does it mean insana mein khwarine viewing himself as being disgraced in eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala due to his sins, he should view this as his izzat. Means he should honor himself with this, he should adorn himself with the garland and robe of this. And he should view that even if outwardly, in terms of his outward situation or outward condition, he is having difficulty, he should view that as a means of his inner progress and inner development. What does this mean? This does not mean, this is not like what there was a silsila in Tasawwuf 
that went too much into this and they became known as Malamati Tariqa. And they apnaku mulaim, or what you say in Urdu Malamat, right? And in Farsi and Urdu Malamat, they're always self recriminating, self blaming themselves. Not to that level. Not to that level. What it means is that number one, to Aji to Khair is clearly understood that a person should view their izzat in being humble. Why do you can understand this way? If Allah Ta'ala gives them a place among the humble, they should view that as their izzat. You see, one thing is a person wants, tries to be humble, but at the same time wants that people should give them an elevated lofty status. Right? They're playing a double game. They want to be humble in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, but they want that people should view them with respect, treat them with respect. Right? So actually here it's saying that being humble and being being humble and lowly and being treated as if you're lowly, that is your izzat. In the Sahirid, Sayyidina Rasulullah said, that Allah Ta'ala's special, mad, special madad and special love falls on that mu'min who views himself as nothing and others also view him as nothing. That mu'min who views himself as nothing and others also view him as nothing. So view oneself as nothing, that is adzi. Others view him as nothing, that is khwari. That's what is meant here. And if it may seem that outwardly he is not getting such a high status high accord, high rank in this world, he should view that as his izzat and alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu has kept me simple. Hazrat Mulana Qasim na notri rimullahu ta'ala aksar firmati thay ki me chupna chata tha aap logane mujhe chhaap diya. Me chupna chata tha aap logane mujhe chhaap diya. And what he meant by that was that if it had been up to him, he would have remained unknown in this world. But certain requirements of deen were such that he had to come to the forefront in terms of his writing and his teaching and his intizam at Darulam Dilban. But if it was up to him, he was happy. And so when he wasn't doing that, he would sit in the train in the third class compartment viewing himself as a third class citizen. And happily that nobody recognizes him and knows who he is. And he viewed that in his izzat. And if some people would recognize him and they would wait for him and they would you know, do ikram of him, he used to view that as a zillat. He used to view that as his zilla. Right? So this means what you sometimes say, a gumnam. Gumnam shaksiyat. Gumnam hukarana. But just you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's it. You have nothing to do with the laurels and accolades and acclamations and praises and statuses and celebrations of this world. Adam number 15 Agar salik par koi zulm kare to ye badla lene ka badla lene ka khwa na ho balki muamala Allah taala ke support karke sabr kare Nabi Akram sa Nabi Akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam ne kufar se patthar kha kar phir bhi unke liye duaein ki hain Allah number 15, it befits the traveler on this path and the seeker of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if anybody treats him wrongly, if anybody treats him unjustly, he should not try to get back at them or do revenge on them or to try to counter them. But instead he should leave that affair entirely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he should have sabr, he should be patient and he should endure with fortitude. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallam used to even, and this isn't referring to Taif, that Sayyidina Rasulullah even people used to throw stones at him from the unbelievers, and he didn't think 
He didn't pick up a stone and throw one back. He didn't think, I'll come back with ten sahaba. Right? That's what people do today. Just even in your traffic, when somebody cuts you off, you get upset. You race ahead, you want to cut him off back. Hmm? Once I was with a Mulana. I was with a Mulana. <laughs> and I was driving. And he was in the passenger seat. And we had the windows down. And then there was another car that came very fast. And it was like these type of days, rainy, after the rainy season. And in the rainy season. So there's a lot of water on the ground. Mulana. Hmm. And when the Suzuki drove by us, he got so angry. <laughs> uh, so he got out of the car and he took the guy and he gave him a slap on his face right there and then. Maybe they could maybe maybe what happens a person is just bati. person is just bati. This takes a lot of, this is called hilm, tahammu, zarf, usa. These are words in Arabic that you have in Urdu also. A person has to have a big heart. A person has to be able to absorb this absorptive capacity. Very difficult to get this. We have very little absorbing capacity. Little, little comes with very low tolerance. You know, Hazrati loves to explain it that way. That, and I don't understand this properly, but the engineers, if any one of you is an engineer, would understand this. That the machinery, there's some type of low tolerance and high tolerance. And you have to increase the tolerance so that the bearings and badanikya, right? You have to have more zarf. Have to have more zarf. So these are the type of injustices. Alhamdulillah, has given all of us so much izzat. We are not refugees. We are not homeless. We are not war victims. What's the most zulm that somebody did on us? They cut us in line. They cut us in traffic. Maybe they spoke to us in a demeaning way. Right? They belittled us. That's about it. Other than we haven't, we don't even know what zulm is. We don't know what it means to be Muslim. But we have low tolerance. Low tolerance. How is this related to the Sawaf, right? This is one sifat actually, sifat of Allah subhanahu is Allah Haleen. And Sayyidina Rasulullah mentioned that you should adorn yourself with the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this pertains to those attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that are not about his jalal and kibrai so for example Allah ta'ala al-mutakabbir you have no share in that you're not at all supposed to have any share in that but Allah ta'ala al-halim so our being abdul halim means that we also have that hilm that forbearance that tahammul in our heart our narsa the second sabak in Muraqaba, if a person does it a lot, So Latifah Ru has in it a cure for anger. 
but it refers to the whole, what in fancy English we call the irascible self, the irascible, excitable, ignitable self, right? And that sometimes leads into anger, that leads to short-temperedness, that leads to reactive behavior, that a person is rash, right? All of these things are cured when a person does more and more zikr on the second sabak in Marakrama. So this is what is being meant here, that a person should not react. Another reason is that in the soul of the teaching is, is that if any time you get, you face any zillat, you need somebody does your bi'izzati, so you should view it as a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this bi'izzati will save you from the bi'izzati on the day of judgment, or the bi'izzati in the akhirah. You should view it that maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taking, punishing me for some sin, which I wasn't able to do complete to above punishing me now. Another last thing I will say on this is in our Tasawwuf and the 11th lesson in our Sussala, these are known as Muraqabu Musharabat. And these are from 11 onwards when a person does zikr reflecting on different tajalliyat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one tajalli of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he is fa'ili hakiki. Fa'ili hakiki means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the true doer. Everything that happens, happens based on the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that happens, happens according to the idhan, the irada, the mashiya, the license, will, permission, intent of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's why Salik, when even something happens to them, they realize this is Allah ta'ala's will. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. So one of the famous stories in the history of the awliya is that once a waliullah was walking and same thing with Chitim Aliba, right? That he was walking and there was some rain and because maybe he stepped in some puddle so he got some Chitim on, there was a couple walking and the splash went onto the woman. So the husband got upset and he gave him, he gave the wali a slap. Later on, then the wali kept going. And later on, right, there was a hue and a cry and it turned out that this husband had climbed some stairs or something and he fell down and he had broken his neck. And so then the wife thought that maybe that, well, he made baddua. So then all the people came to him and said, Oh, you forgive And he said, I didn't have any other words in my heart. I forgive me. I understood that when Allah Ta'ala wants, they open my hands. When Allah Ta'ala wants, I'm adding that he didn't say that, but he said that when Allah Ta'ala wants, uh, I can be slapped. But they understood that, meaning the awliya kubadatha. So even when you do their adab and ikram and ihtiram, it doesn't mean anything to them. Logun ke if you look at our Hazrat Sahib, it has no effect on him whatsoever. It's zero ujub, zero effect on him. People want to shake his hand, people want to meet him, right? Because they're, they're not, again, it has to do with in kita'an al makhluk they're not affected by makhluk kisi ne tarp laga de wo bhi allah taala ki taraf samajh le kisi ne haath chum le wo bhi allah taala ki taraf samajh le this is what it means to understand that allah subhanahu is fa'il hakiki now when a person you see when a person has these feelings and kafiyat and tasawuf then life becomes much easier and you realize otherwise a person's always going to be sitting and thinking that so and so did such and such to me and why did this happen and if I could go back in time maybe I would have done something differently so then that couldn't have happened then they have such stress and anxiety and tension and depression so the soul saves a person from all of this stuff Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma innul kulub 
This is what it means in getting deep into zikr and getting the feelings, ahwal, and kifiyat that come from zikr. The hearts, the spiritual hearts, the kulub are itmina. They know that Allah Ta'ala is finally hakiki. Whatever is happening in this world, whatever is happening in this world, and also whatever is happening to me, is nothing other than the will and wish and decree of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And I'm razi with Allah, I'm pleased with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, however He may wish to keep me.